snorted and lowered its head to feed on the grass. He had to work fast, knowing Yonis, the self-appointed leader, would be coming with Darsal and Sylvie soon. Yonis, this newly anointed major who could do no wrong. Not that he disagreed with the verdict. Yonis was a worthy leader of men. But the boy was holding something back, something about the books they'd each sworn to find. Billos threw the saddlebag open, reached inside for the three books, and hurried to the boulder at the clearing center. He didn't know what power came with having all seven books, nor with opening a single book. In fact, he wasn't sure he had the courage to find out just yet. What he did have was an insatiable need to feel the same surge of power that he'd felt the first time he touched the book with his blood. He set the books on the stone, pulled out his knife, and ran the back of a trembling hand across the sweat that ran down his right cheek. The blue leather book on top stared up at him, beckoning, demanding, begging. Touch me, Billos. Show me your blood, and I'll show you a new world. He sliced his finger, wincing because he'd gone deeper than he'd meant to. Blood swelled, dripped. The sound of pounding hooves reached him. Panicked that he might be discovered too early, he thrust his finger against the ancient leather cover. In the space of one quick breath, the clearing vanished, replaced by the same darkness he'd seen before. The power was still here. There is more raw energy than I felt a week earlier when I attempted the same with the others, he thought. Or was it just the anticipation of what he intended next? A distorted hole erupted before him, and from the darkness emerged the figure of the man dressed in black. This could be Tile, or the Dark Priest. The man's long arm reached out for Billos, fingernails beckoning. A moan filled Billos's ears, so loud he thought the sound might be coming from his own throat, louder than the thumping of his heart, which crashed like an avalanche of boulders cut from the Natalga Gap. Then the vortex opened to another place, not as dark. A six-foot hole in this world stood right in front of him, ringed in rippling blackness. A translucent barrier distorted what lay behind. He reached out and touched the hole with his finger, pushed it through. His finger went beyond the veil into a place that was warmer than the clearing. Billos could feel his bones shaking, but his fear didn't dim his desire. He inched forward. Billos! Billos! Someone was calling his name. He closed his eyes, took one last deep breath, and stepped past the barrier. Yonis led the charge into the clearing with sinking hopes of finding Billos before it was too late. Billos! He saw the stallion through the trees, then passed the stallion, Billos standing at the rock. Billos! Yonis broke from the trees and pulled up hard. Billos stood over the boulder, hand extended to one of the books of history bound in leather. His finger was pressed against it. Blood pooled on the cover around a deep cut. The boy shook in his boots like a goat hit by lightning. Sylvie and Darsal pulled their horses to a stop beside Yonis, eyes glued to the scene. Billos! Yonis cried. And then Billos disappeared, leaving behind a single flash of light that followed him into oblivion, and a bare boulder. The birds were chirping. The horses were stamping. The breeze was blowing. Billos and the books were simply gone. Yonis, Sylvie, and Darsal sat on their horses and stared, completely dumbstruck. Sylvie was the first to find her voice. He's gone. They're gone, Yonis said.
too. For a long moment, Darsal couldn't bring her mind to focus on what her eyes had just seen. One moment, Billows had been standing over the books, finger extended, and the next, he'd vanished in a flash of light. And with him, the books. But it wasn't the books that Darsal cared about now. Billows? Her voice sounded hollow in the empty clearing. She dropped to the ground and ran toward the rock, eyes scanning the trees for sight of him. Surely he hadn't actually disappeared into thin air. Bellos, answer me, for the sake of Elyon, this isn't funny. He's gone, Yonis said. I told you the books were dangerous. Now Bellos has gone and done it, that fool. Darsal swung around and screamed at him, as much out of frustration at Bellos as anger directed toward Yonis. Shut up. Yonis swung down and approached, followed by Sylvie. Both held her in a steady gaze. The improbable events forced upon us over the last...